did she do? Women Jacker. Hello, I'm Samsara and you are listening to What Did She Do? Before I begin, I would like to acknowledge this podcast is created in Nam on Boonurong lands and thank them for allowing us to tell our stories here. What Did She Do? is a weekly podcast which features reviews written by myself and keeps you up to date with live theatre and events in Melbourne. It drops every Sunday. Today is your last chance to see a suffocating, choking feeling at La Mama HQ. Rising star, singer and influencer, her followers have witnessed it all. Tickets at lamama.com.au Angel Monster is playing through to the 24th of February at Theatre Works. Sex, consent, violence and empowerment crash tackle together in a full femme, full bodied conversation where the agenda is equality, ownership and individuality. Get your tickets at theatreworks.org.au. House of the Heart is on at the Museum of Chinese Australian History and runs through to the 10th of March. A cornucopia of extraordinary singers, dancers and storytellers in a work that swirls across language and culture to explore home, family and how we create a sense of place and heartfelt belonging in this country we all call home. Bookings via finucaneandsmith.com Melbourne Shakespeare Company is presenting Much Ado About Nothing at Central Park until the 10th of March. Step into the swinging 60s with this new electrifying musical production. Tickets via trybooking.com. Melbourne Shakespeare Company also has Adventures in Neverland playing through to the 10th of March. Immerse your little ones in an exciting world where feisty fairies flutter, pirates scheme, and magic is only one song away. Book through trybooking.com. Rocky Horror is playing at the Athenaeum until the 23rd of March with Jason Donovan as Frankenfurter and Joel Creasy as the narrator. It's
The Rocky Horror Show tells the story of Brad and his fiancée Janet, two squeaky clean college kids who meet Dr. Frankenfurter, an extraterrestrial mad scientist from the galaxy of Transylvania, where people really like to party. Tickets are on sale now at rockyhorror.com.au. Groundhog Day the Musical is playing at the Princess Theatre until the 25th of May. This brilliant new production is based on the classic movie and is a parable of love, hope and transformation. For all bookings and inquiries, call 1300 111 011. The main Utilusion exhibition takes residence at Arts House from the 19th of February to the 23rd of March. This is a hot and humid installation of Philippine sound, video and performance inspired by video key in the Philippines. Bookings through artshouse.com.au Flamenco Dancer is happening at Gasworks from the 20th to the 24th of February. Flamenco Dancer is an inspired, powerful and elegant show of flamenco dance and guitar. Bookings at gasworks.org.au Cuddle opens at Arts House from the 20th to the 25th of February. I'm sorry for making you do this. Do what? This. I'm asking a lot of you always. No. Seriously. Yeah, seriously, it's fine. Sometimes I'm vulnerable or sad or both. Seriously. You know I love this shit. I really appreciate you and everything you do. Cuddle. Cuddle. A dynamic and difficult duel filled with surprise. Tickets via artshouse.com.au or call 9322-3720. Elmo's Circus Dream is coming to Preston, South Morang and Narry Warren from the 20th to the 25th of February. This thrilling theatre show takes you on an enchanting journey with Elmo and his friends as they discover their hidden talents and dreams at the circus. For tickets, head to sesamestreetcircus.com.au. Puccini in the Park is playing at the Sydney Meyer Music Bowl on the 21st of February. Giacomo Puccini composed some of the most enduringly popular operas. This concert is free and no bookings are required. Flesh Vessel is on at Dance House from the 21st to the 24th of February, demanding acute awareness, interconnection, vulnerability and kinetic mapping of three performers. Tickets at dancehouse.com.au The Fun Loving Criminals will be at Northcote Theatre on the 22nd of February, celebrating the 25th anniversary of 100% Colombian. Tickets via theprestigepresents.com.au AU slash FLC. I lost my head that night. It was floating on the roof, looking down on us. Even my mother knew I'd changed. Eliza Hull and other artists are performing at Malthouse Outdoor Stage on Friday the 23rd. She will be performing music from her latest DP. Book tickets at malthousetheatre.com.au running away, thinking the next thing would save me. I was present today, we stopped chasing in circles, even if it hurts. Stay with me tonight I don't want to lose you 
Marie's crisis returns to common rooms from the 23rd to the 25th of February. What better way to start thinking about the new year than by locking in a riotous evening of tunes and tinkling ivories. Bookings through melbournefringe.com.au The hate race opens at the Beckett Theatre on the 23rd of February and runs through to the 17th of March. The hate race is an unflinching exploration of the complexities of race in Australia. Bookings through malthousetheatre.com.au Mainnet Fantasy takes place at Arts House on the 24th of February a one-night curated spectacle of sweet and salty art, sound and performance. Tickets at artshouse.com.au Dryland runs from the 28th of February to the 9th of March at the Explosives Factory. What happens in a girls' change room after the high school swimming pool has closed? For tickets, go to theatreworks.org.au Yentl is enjoying a return season at the Merlin Theatre on the 29th of February and runs through to the 17th of March. The journey of a young woman who defies the Jewish Orthodox tradition that for Bids females from studying religious scripture. Tickets via malthousetheatre.com.au Ruthless, the musical takes over the Alex Theatre from the 1st to the 24th of March. A satirical feast that playfully pokes fun at classic Broadway productions like Gypsy and Mame and iconic films such as All About Eve and The Bad Seed, offering a cheeky nod to the relentless pursuit of fame and fortune by those irrepressible showbrats. Get your tickets at alextheatre.au. There will be a film screening and Q&A session with Clifford Prince King on the 3rd of March at Footscray Community Arts. An open discussion following an exclusive screening of two of their short films that explores queerness, HIV and intimate relationships. You can book your spot at footscrayarts.com. Gaslight opens at the Comedy Theatre from the 6th to the 17th of March 2024. Young, trusting and fragile, Bella Manningham thinks she's losing her mind. Tickets via marinagroup.com.au. Joycify Melbourne, Wicked is back. Long before Dorothy dropped in, two other young women met in the land of Oz. Performances at the Regent Theatre commence from the 6th of March 2024. Bookings via ticketech.com.au or phone 1300 111 Ruben Kay is performing Apocalyptic at the Malthouse from the 28th of March to the 21st of April. Part eulogy, part elegy, part Eastern Block Dog Day afternoon. Bookings at malthousetheatre.com.au Rose Matafeo on and on and on is performing in the Merlin Theatre from the 28th of March through to the 7th of April. Rose talks about herself on stage for about an hour, 55 minutes if struggling. Tickets at malthousetheatre.com.au Geraldine Quinn, The Passion of St Nicholas, is playing in the Tower from the 28th of March to the 7th of April, keeping the dream alive when one of you isn't. For tickets, go to malthousetheatre.com.au PF will be at the Palms at Crown on the 16th and 17th of May. This celebrated production tells the story of Edith Piaf's career through her unforgettable songs, including La Vie en Rose, in an original scenography with projections of images of Edith Piaf never published before. <laughs>
dans ses bras Qu'il me parle tout bas Je vois la vie en rose Allez, venez, Milor Vous avez l'air d'un môme Laissez-vous faire, Milor Venez dans mon royaume Non, rien de rien Non Tickets via theprestigeevents.com.au brings Irish dance sensation Airborne back to Australia and it will be at the Palais from the 17th of May. A unique fusion of live rock music with a live band and the world's best Irish dance and tap dancers has captivated audiences around the world. Tickets are on sale at melonevents.com. Finally, Sunset Boulevard opens on the 21st of May and stars international superstar Sarah Brightman. This will be a brand new lavish production of the Tony Award winning musical. Tickets can be booked at sunsetmusical.com.au. Today's review is Angel Monster, which is being performed at TheatreWorks. There is nothing I like more than a strong, dangerous outpouring of female angst, defiance and despair. Angel Monster, currently playing at TheatreWorks, gives plenty of that, along with beauty, fire and a whole lot of fast fashion floor robe. Choreographed by Nerida Matei and presented by Fluxus 2 Dance Collective, Angel Monster is a non-linear narrative about the slavery of women in modern times. It ties us up in the domestic chores of endless laundry, girdles reaching up past our waists, a fashion industry systematically crippling our bodies and our financial well-being, and our physical inferiority to the male sex drive. The show begins with us being ushered into the theatre by the ensemble, Asha Boanu Saunders, Jade Brider, Sinju Ili, Makira Hona and Nadia Milford, dressed in retro sexy flesh-toned boy-cut girdles and bras, bringing a bucket load of manic pixie dream girl energy and drawing people onto the stage to ask questions like, what do you like most about being a woman? before letting us sit in our seats. It is all very friendly and disarming in that charming way girls are supposed to behave. My space is your space. My body is your body. My smile is my consent. Something is not quite right though because at least one of the women seems to be semi-comatose and perhaps even ill. She is there. She's dressed like all the others. She's trying to be present but is she ill? Drunk? On drugs? The ensemble continue on, some ignoring, some trying to help. 
Other oddities begin to emerge, but in the end, everyone is welcomed and seated and prepared for the show to begin. As we sit, we notice pregnant sacks hanging from the ceiling, which tells us this space, this world, is not quite right, and whatever emerges is potentially the stuff of nightmares. The dance begins, and the tone quickly shifts between sweetness and anger, the mood seesawing across the hour or so, as these women explore beauty, fashion, desire, and expectation. Pre-recorded stories and words pepper the show, and talk through female experiences and ideas. One of the most powerful is the story of teenage date rape. Is it rape if you stop fighting? Yes. The words constructed, deconstructed, reconstructed echo across the evening as the ensemble smell their pits and one of them begins to shave and pluck every hair from her body. Clothes are strewn across the stage and bodies reminding us of the tyranny of fast fashion reflected in the manic way the dancers clothe themselves and each other, desperate to get as many items on as possible whilst at the same time fighting for their freedom, freedom to move and choose and reject. They play with each other's boobs as if they are just toys, yet reference Barbie and her lack of genitals and heart. They dance around a washing line maypole, tangling each other up until the monster, constantly hinted at and exposed in spurts of fury, is finally revealed in her full glory. The wonderful coincidence of this happening right after the Lunar New Year just adds to the power of that final tableau. Are you scared yet? You should be. Mathai and the ensemble have brought together a lot of powerful ideas and speak to them with honesty, vulnerability and truth. Traditionally, in Western culture at least, men have always joked about how crazy women are. They give their cars female names because we're so unreliable. Perhaps if those men came to see Angel Monster, they might understand what they are seeing in with the women around them and realise it is not insanity, it is survival. Andrew Mills sound design is powerful and fully supports the shifts and changes in the choreography and walks the line between ferocity and gentility as finely as do the dancers. I admit to being less in love with Keith Clark's lighting. To begin with, there is just way too much of it and so much is overhead Fresnels, giving little more than a multicoloured wash. This is a show about dreams and nightmares, but nobody is sleeping in all that light. There is haze, which in this instance is totally appropriate and would be hella effective if the lighting design were more architectural. The choreography has a peekaboo construct and the lighting should as well. Angel Monster is choreographed with a very lyrical version of contemporary dance which is a pleasant change from the more anatomically questioning style explored across Melbourne. It perhaps dulls some of the outrage in the work but also makes it more appealing to a broader audience. Angel Monster titillates and castigates moment to moment. It entices with a subtle BDSM edge. It will make you look hopefully you will see and i gave it four and a half stars if you want to comment on this review go to whatdidshethink.com and click on the comment box beneath the review And now for some industry news. Today I want to tell you about Creative Australia's latest circus and physical theatre operations for organisations program. This program is designed specifically to support micro and small medium organisations in the circus and physical theatre sector in Victoria. It provides a fixed term investment for core operations, staffing, programs and artistic activity to build stability and capacity in the sector. Creative Australia and Creative Victoria are jointly managing strategic initiatives to support the circus 
and the physical theatre sector in Victoria through to the end of 2024, guided by the principles of the National Performing Arts Partnership Framework. Responding to the needs and opportunities identified in the Victorian Circus and Physical Theatre Scan undertaken in 2023, two investment opportunities will be delivered by Creative Australia in early 2024. Operations for organisations and projects and capacity building for individuals and groups. This program supports circus and physical theatre practice only. It does not extend to dance or dance theatre. This program is open to Victoria-based organisations only. The applicants may apply for up to $300,000 for two years of operational costs, up to $150,000 per year, to be paid in one instalment. Supported activities must last no longer than two years from the proposed start date. The applicant may determine the most appropriate start date for their organisation, the earliest being the 1st of July 2024. For your planning, please note that the budget template runs across two calendar or two financial years, for example 2024-2025 and 2025-2026 or 2025-2026. Who can apply? Only organisations who are based in Victoria can apply to this category. Only organisations whose core activity is circus or physical theatre. The proposed activity must support the circus and physical theatre sector in Victoria. You can't apply for this grant if your organisation is in receipt of multi-year investment from Creative Australia in 2024 or 2025. Your organisation is a national training organisation funded by the Australian Government. Your organisation's core activity is not circus or physical theatre. Your organisation is based outside Victoria. You are an international organisation. You have an overdue grant report. You owe money to Creative Australia. You are an individual or group. What can be applied for? This investment will support your organisation's core operational needs, providing stability for your organisation and build capacity in the circus and physical theatre sector in Victoria. For example, staffing costs including wages and fees for artists or artist workers, administration and other operational running costs, costs associated with program and artistic delivery, professional skills development for artists and or arts workers, sector development or capacity building, promotion and marketing, market development activity, access costs are legitimate expenses and may be included in your application. We encourage applicants to ensure that their work is accessible to everyone. Therefore, budgets may also include costs associated with making activities accessible to a wide range of people. For example, performances using Auslan, translation to other languages, captioning, audio description, temporary building adjustments and materials in other formats. If you are a DDEF applicant, an applicant with disability or are working with DDEF artists or artists with disability, you may apply for access costs associated with the use of an interpreter, translation service, specific technical equipment, carer or support worker assistance. Please contact Artist Services to discuss your specific needs. You can't apply for activities that do not have a circus or physical theatre focus, activities that do not have a clearly defined arts component, activities that have already taken place, and activities engaging with First Nations content artists and communities that do not adhere to Creative Australia's First Nations cultural and intellectual property protocols. Protocols. Your application must comply with the following protocols. They may contact you to request further information during the assessment process or, if successful, as a condition of your funding. Protocols for using First Nations cultural and intellectual properties in the arts. If your application involves First Nation artists, communities or subject matter, you must 
follow these protocols and provide evidence of this in your application and support material. The Commonwealth Child Safe Framework. All successful applicants are required to comply with all Australian laws relating to employing or engaging people who work or volunteer with children, including working with children checks and mandatory reporting. Successful organisations who provide services directly to children or whose funded activities involve contact with children will additionally be required to implement the National Principles for Child Safe Organisations. Assessment criteria. You must address three assessment criteria in this category. These criteria are what industry advisors may consider when assessing your application. You do not need to respond to every element within the criteria. The first criterion, quality of artistic or cultural activities. Industry advisors will assess the quality of the artistic and cultural activities at the centre of your proposal. They may consider your organisation's track record and operational planning support. Your vision, ideas and artistic rationale. The development of great art, artists and arts workers. Engaging arts experiences. Expanding access to arts experiences, audiences and community. Creative work that reflects contemporary Australia. A dynamic sector that is diverse and inclusive. Enabling creative risk-taking. Benefit for and impact on careers, artistic or cultural practice, creative or community engagement processes or methodologies, timeliness and relevance of work. The second criteria, viability. Industry advisors will assess the viability of your proposal and your organisation's demonstrated capacity to deliver its vision. They may consider proposed organisational structure and the experience of the people leading and governing your organisation, the financial health of your organisation, including the effective use of resources, range of incomes sources, for example, earned income, grants, sponsorship and in-kind contributions, how you demonstrate cultural competencies and adherence to relevant cultural protocols, particularly if your organisation works with diverse artists, audiences or communities, where relevant evidence that the protocols for First Nations cultural and intellectual property in the arts have been adhered to appropriate government arrangements, appropriate governance arrangements. You may wish to refer to the Guide on Essential Governance Practices, capacity to deliver the proposed activities or services, relevance and timeliness of this opportunity to your organisation, realistic and achievable planning, appropriate payments to participating artists, arts professionals, collaborators, participants or cultural consultants, the safety and well-being of people involved in the activities, where relevant evidence that you have considered and addressed any access issues associated with your project, where relevant evidence of an environmental impact plan, which may include cost benefits. Third criterion, impact. Industry advisors will assess how your activity contributes towards building a sustainable and diverse Victorian circus and physical theatre sector. They may consider how your proposed activity contributes to increasing diversity, including First Nations, disability, gender, LGBTIQ+, age and cultural diversity, within the circus and physical theatre sector in reference to artists, key creatives, programming and audiences. Contributes to art form development through the commissioning, development and or presentation of new Australian work that reflects contemporary Australia. Contributes to building capacity in the circus and physical theatre sector in Victoria. Demonstrates collaboration and or leadership on key sector issues. If you need advice about applying, contact an artist services officer. And now it's time for something special. With Yentl about to open at the Malt House soon, I thought I would give you a taste of the 1975 musical version of this story. I should mention the Malt House show is not this musical and is a remount of a completely new adaptation. To whet your appetite though, here is Barbara Streisand with A Piece of Sky. 
is a recap of what you can experience in Melbourne this week. Today is your last chance to see a suffocating choking feeling at La Mama HQ. Tickets 
at lamama.com.au. Angel Monster is playing through to the 24th of February at TheatreWorks. Get your tickets at theatreworks.org.au. House of the Heart is on at the Museum of Chinese Australian History and runs through to the 10th of March. Bookings via trybooking.com. Melbourne Shakespeare Company is presenting Much Ado About Nothing at Central Park until the 10th of March. Tickets via trybooking.com. Melbourne Shakespeare Company also has Adventures in Neverland playing through to the 10th of March. Bookings through trybooking.com. The Rocky Horror show is playing at the Athenaeum until the 23rd of March. Tickets are on sale now at rockyhorror.com.au. Groundhog Day the Musical is playing at the Princess Theatre until the 25th of May. For all bookings and inquiries, call 1300 111 011. The Mainish Illusion Exhibition takes residence at Arts House from the 19th of February to the 23rd of March. Bookings through artshouse.com.au. Flamenco Dancer is happening at Gasworks from the 20th to the 24th of February. Bookings at gasworks.org.au. Cuddle opens at Arts House on the 20th of February and runs through to the 25th. For tickets, head to artshouse.com.au or call 9322-3720. Puccini in the Park is playing at the Sydney Myra Music Bowl on the 21st of February. This concert is free and no bookings are required. Flesh Vessel is on at Dance House from the 21st to the 24th of February. Tickets at dancehouse.com.au. The Fun Loving Criminals will be at the Northcote Theatre on the 22nd of February. Tickets via the prestigepresents.com.au slash FLC. Eliza Hull and other artists are performing at Malthouse Outdoor Stage on Friday the 23rd of February. Book tickets at malthousetheatre.com.au Marie's Crisis returns to Common Rooms from the 23rd to the 25th of February. Bookings through melbournefringe.com.au The Hate Race opens at the Beckett Theatre on the 23rd of February and runs through to the 17th of March. Bookings through malthousetheatre.com.au Mania Fantasy takes place at Arts House on the 24th of February. Tickets at artshouse.com.au What Did She Do is created by myself, Samsara, and drops every Sunday. Also, if you like a bit of audio fiction in your podcast mix, you can check out my other podcast, Samsara's Dramas, scripts straight from my pen to your ears via an amazing ensemble of actors. Let's catch up again next week. What Did She Do?